Alrighty, part two of uh, a jam-packed Dead Bat episode that couldn't hold uh, three, four hours of a show. But this is not awesome. This is not the world's greatest detective and Trigger Happy Chatterbox. This is Trigger Happy Chatterbox with a very special guest. But before I go ahead and introduce this guest, please like Facebook.com slash DPBats. That's our Facebook page, along with our respective uh, Instagram pages at Trigger Happy Chatterbox and the World's Greatest Detective 626. Now, this intro is going to be like my best man speech because I've known this dude damn well 20 years. Like we're we're counting down. Like I've known this this cat for a long time. Um I met him through Yu-Gi-Oh cards and ever since we've been the best of friends. Um he basically gets into the other side being a PC gaming. So anything you can think of, my man is all into it. My man's name is Grim Slasher. What's going on, dog? Not much, man. It's uh it's pretty nice to finally go and do something like this for one. I know. It was like a long time coming in terms of getting you on the show because I know season one, I was like, Yeah, man, don't worry, when we get you on there, we get you on there. Season three, it it, it had to happen. Hey, I mean, one better late than never. Two stuff happens, and like that, so many life things have been going for both of us, oh, yeah. and whatnot. Especially just recently, with your help and like that, with the wedding going smoothly. Yes. Um. So there's some friends of mine that are on Instagram. So I was gone for a week. Uh, the week that we were gone. I uh, took a nice trip with my girlfriend to Indiana, which I'm just going to tell you now that I have been in Florida for a good week. I miss the weather. Yeah, I actually. uh, Oh, what's up? For like um, the whole week and like that Mm. for uh, this week, we're at like about 70, 75 degrees. Just like. Oh, just just rubbing it in. I love you, man. Well, you know, just gotta just gotta rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> it was awesome though. Like, holy crap! Like, we uh we definitely went out there. It was fun. I mean, atmosphere was beautiful. I mean, holy crap! There's a, there's a couple names that we wanted to bring up. Um, a couple you know peeps out there in Indiana that were really cool. The Cade. That was a really cool, you know, um, you know, time to hang out with you there. That was a, that was one of the best bars I've ever been to. Holy shit, it probably is. Yeah, yeah. I I was so happy when I first heard about it, and then I was actually at the grand opening night and like that for it. And it's it's changed since uh, since then from when we went, but I'm I'm thoroughly happy that we finally have a actual like gamer bar up here. Yeah, it was just so amazing. I mean, anyone who decides they want to take a nice trip over to Indiana, please go to uh, Bloomington, the Cade. Wonderful fucking place. I mean, bro, you remember I had like a Donkey Kong Island and I did the dance from Donkey Kong Country 1. There there was that. There was uh, the um, the Spirit Bomb. Yeah. There's... there's uh, the Philosopher's Stone, like all their drinks, like that at this bar, is anime and game themed. 
which makes it just that much more nerdy. <laughs> oh yeah, it was just so amazing that like we were there was a blue eyes white dragon drink. I'm just like, bro, let's go. Like we've already we met through Dark Paladin. We didn't meet through Blue Eyes, but it was just so convenient that we just had a Yu-Gi-Oh drink. You know what I'm saying? So exactly, it was just so awesome. So if any of you guys are gonna take a trip to Indiana. Around that area, if you guys go to the Bloomington area, please go downtown to the Cade. Wonderful fucking place. Five stars. Um, I will say, though, just don't come during the winter if you can't deal with snow, snow piles, and stuff like that. Because we do, every now and then, get close to about a foot and a half to two feet of snow. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, it's not, it's rare, but we do get that. So bring your snow boots, everybody. Pretty much like October, November is to about March is our range of snow. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. It's one of those things. If you live in the Florida area and you go to Indiana, you better dress warm because holy shit, it's going to smack you in the face. Um, the one thing I, I mean, to add on to Grimm's point, because I mean, it is it is the north. Keep this in mind. Um, I also say that my second favorite place to be in is the air. The, my, my second worst place to be in is the damn airport. I'm only going to say the one story we had, um, the, the two Indiana trip, I was done. I, I was just there tired and exhausted would be the words that would be nice to put for this. But unfortunately I was way past that. And there was this baby that was in the front of the fucking plane. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand. It's a child. You know, maybe needs a nap itself, food, whatever. The parent wasn't helping. That parent was being just... I'm going to say it. The parent was being a nigga. Like, real talk. So, uh, heard you like some, uh, some baby noise. If you play a baby noise right now, that's it. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, I do have uh, to open the interview. I do. I do want to start with like the genesis, if you will, of how did you get into PC gaming and, you know, where did it all start for you? Um, so I a little bit of backstory for me. I know, you know, but for everybody else. I have been like on a computer since I was about six months old. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's not possible. I've been told multiple times from all my family members that I would shove my family member aside, like try to shove him, I should say, climb up into the chair, do something with like the keyboard and mouse and get them to where they wanted and then jump down and just walk away like, yeah. Uh, I'm good at this. <laughs> <laughs> but the very first PC game I ever played was Doom for Windows 95. Nice. I remember the uh, floppy disk that you had to insert and like that in order to play it, download it and whatnot. Yeah. But um, nice. the, the other games that got me into gaming was like Age of Empires, the old RTS style. And then I transferred from that to 
MMOs, massive multi online with like EverQuest, mm -hmm. which uh, a lot of people are like, that's going to take me back. Yeah, that's going way back. Yeah, we're, we're pushing 98, 99, yeah. I think is when it first like started getting big. And from there, I just, I love the feel of a mouse and keyboard. I do console gaming as well, but I'm more in line towards PC gaming. It just feels more homey to me, yeah. I guess you could say. I feel you. It's, yeah. It definitely gets you all homey in that area. It's your comfort zone, definitely. Yeah, like you with fighting games and like that. Oh, yeah. But um, I... I guess it, what really, really pushed me to go more hardcore into PC gaming is when I first got my hands on Warcraft 2 Orcs vs. Humans. Mm -hmm. That RTS just blew my mind. Uh, the graphics are bad, obviously, back then compared to now, but the way that the game played, the story that it told, because most RTS games that came out back then, like Age of Empires, there's no actual like storyline to it and stuff like that. It's just build up an economy, do certain missions, blah, blah, all that stuff. This game, Blizzard first made this game to actually be based off of a story between humans and orcs. And... It explained how the orcs were losing their homeworld and had to get to another, like, area, another world, and like that, in order to survive. Yeah. And I got heavily invested into that. I didn't play much of Warcraft 3, but a friend of ours, actually, um, Chris LaPointe, if you remember him. Oh, yeah. If uh, LaPointe he, hears the, the podcast, hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah, right. But uh, he and a friend of ours got me into hearing about World of Warcraft when it was first coming out. And that's when it skyrocketed my love and fascination for MMOs. And I've been playing it on and off for 14 or 15 years now. Yeah. So with with that uh, huge Diablo fan like that, like almost everything Blizzard related has been what kept me wanting to keep playing computer games. Gotcha. I mean, for anyone that, you know, once again, I, I say that me and Grim are really, I mean, we have been friends for so long and, you know, He's told me, I mean, hey, when the Warcraft movie was about to drop, I remember it was not too far off from when Deadpool came out. It was February, and then, like, I think it was around, like, the summer was when Warcraft came out. I remember you gave me the Warcraft lore video so I can watch it and get invested. And I could just remember the first thing I told you was, yo, Thrall is my man. Uh Unfortunately, now he's he's kind of like a bitch. Oh, is sadly. he? Uh, unfortunately, like he the the updated lore of him and like that is that 
he he got married. He had he has a wife like that. He has a kid or kids. I don't know how many. And he left. He left his uh, faction, his home world, not home world, but his quote unquote home new world and like that to go and kind of be like an outcast kind of thing mm-hmm. and just focus on himself. And during that whole transition of being a shaman warrior to being a full-fledged shaman to being the embodiment of the aspect of Earth for that world, he kind of fell off of knowing how powerful he can be and used to be. Mm -hmm. And then just recently, they, like, people were like, okay, we're Thrall. Like, we're not having a good time here. We're we're losing everybody. We need Thrall. And his his main man, which is... um, I think it was his name, uh, Sarfang. Mm-hmm. He's like the top of the top general. He's been in all of the wars that have happened from Warcraft 1 all the way through the story of World of Warcraft. He is the most veteran orc that there is. Warrior, like, dedicated solely to the Horde. And, like, that what is ever is best for the Horde, he's going to choose. Whether it's siding with the current... um faction leader or not yeah and he went was searching for thrall like that did i know it's a, a lot of people not might already know it might not like it but this this is how they're bringing thrall back into it and like that mm-hmm. um the one of the videos i linked you and like that thrall was getting hunted like that by the shadow cloak Undead Assassins, which Undead is the same faction as what Thrall had created. Yeah. And Sarfang tracks them to save him. And then I can't fully remember the line that he said like that, but he was like, there's no peace for people like us. And that's when Thrall went and grabbed hit grabbed his old axe and was like, okay, it's time to bring the fight. Mm-hmm. That right there gave me some more respect for Thrall, but I've been leaning more towards Sarfang. So I will say to input some like, not like, sponsorship kind of thing like that there's a youtuber named noble 87 n-o-b-b-e-l 87 he is the best guy you could go to on youtube it's all free on youtube for you to go and learn the lore of almost everything warcraft related hmm okay definitely and you said uh, just to repeat it again for everybody who's who's listening currently yeah, it's Noble eighty seven N A N O B B E L eighty seven. Okay, cool being. So, you know, just to give everybody the idea, hey man, if you're interested in any of the lore of Worldcraft, if you're just 
interested in any character whatsoever, definitely go to this guy's YouTube page because, A, I mean, I know that some people, you know, they get interested in different things. I mean, Deadbat likes to bring that to the table, and that's one of the reasons why I brought my, uh, my head nigga to the table because, of course, this is, this is why he knows his stuff, as you can probably tell. Um, so I do have a, a really good one. I'm going to take just the really good ones and just bring them all out on this one. When it comes to PC gaming, when it comes to, you know, everything in terms of the evolution of PC gaming, you now have esports. Now, it's no stranger to me because of course the FGC has esports and people can go either there or here with the whole subject. But in terms of PC gaming, specifically within Blizzard or League of Legends or any other PC game, how do you feel about esports since it's been there? So I've, for esports for me, I I love the idea. I love the fact that PC gaming, like, has, it's a, PC gaming has always been competitive and like that, no matter what anybody says, because one of the first major competitive games that I can think of, there might have been some before, is Quake. Yeah. That's that's an old, old FPS game. Yeah, you're taking it way back, because I heard, I heard of Quake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it kind of had the start of the PC gaming of esports without there being an esports yeah and then it's there is some some really like questionable stuff going on and like that with how some of the esports stuff is going but it's always fun to go watch root for like your favorite team or your favorite player and like that whether it's blizzard related star Craft, uh, Dota, League of Legends, all that stuff. It's it's enjoyable to watch or listen to, and I think it's it's starting to become more of a norm, kind of like how football is for people with sports. Yeah, how football is like the biggest uh, sport in America. Yeah, most definitely. Esports for gaming is like that with soccer worldwide. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, like, it's just, it's amazing to see. Like, uh, I was reading a story by Optimus. That's another YouTuber to definitely check out. Um, He was talking about how these days, you know, in, in this day and age that you could, you literally could have a career off playing video games. And I didn't know the extent of how much these kids were making, but you got like 10 to like 12-year-old kids winning like millions of dollars off a of plane. I mean, I'll even throw the most, you know, the one that's out there for everybody being Fortnite. But like not even just the fact of Fortnite. I mean, we're seeing this with, you know, like you said, the Dotas, the League of Legends, the World of Warcrafts. We're seeing that now being put in. You know, and I was just like, man, like it's evolved from the times where you just were playing with your best friend and just, you know, having cheese puffs and shit, you know? Yeah, it's it's definitely gotten to be a lot more like intense with how serious the competitive gaming has come. 
as well as just how much effort you also have to put in because I I never did esports. I've wanted to. I still kind of do. I know I'm not good enough because I can't put enough time to it because these people go and play strictly just that game hours and hours a day. Yeah. I can't do that. I, I like to go keep things fresh. I go play something for a while. I got to take a break from it. I'll come back to it in a week. Yeah. But I, I do know that they recently had the solo Fortnite tournament, and there was um, the 16-year-old name Benj, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And he won millions of dollars like that for winning this Fortnite tournament. And it's it's just crazy how much depending on your skill, what game that you go with and like that, just how much of a living you can make out of it. Yeah, like it's just it's amazing, man. I'm I get blown away whenever I read those kind of stories because they pop up in my widgets whenever I wake up in the morning and I turn my computer on. I'll get some coffee. I'll look at some of the gaming news, some of the comic news that pops up, and that one was one of the things that just so happened that I found on YouTube as well. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! Just like it's just there is there's also the downside of having that much money like that. Yeah, people get careless. Yeah. If, if there's one thing I will say, because I've, I've done some small local tournaments and stuff like that. I've won a little bit. If you go and become successful, don't lose who you were before that. Don't go and just not have a care in the world. Make sure you have your head on straight. Yeah. I've, I've known so many people that have done that. And then I go meet up with them couple months later and they're pretty much on the brink of becoming bankrupt losing all their stuff like that and i'm just like what what happened like what did you do and i find out they went blew it all on different games all sorts of different life stuff and not have their priorities straight yeah most definitely i mean you know me i'm a basketball guy so i mean i'll throw this in there too i remember uh i forget the, the player's name but he was he was playing around like the early 90s or something and, uh, I mean, he had a really bad upbringing. I mean, his mom basically wanted nothing to do with him. So he was living homeless, and then a woman brought him in, let him live there. She adopted him, uh, and he had a foster brother. And, like, in the midst of all of this, his foster brother saw how talented he was in basketball. Well, fast forward to when he gets to the league. Um, I mean, he was in eight different teams for eight years which is just nuts to me, just where the bouncing of teams he was going to. Um, but uh, long story short, getting right into it, um, he basically took advantage of his mother for $50,000 and basically got her to sell her house to pay for whatever hotel he was building. Mind you, he never built the hotel. He just sunk in whatever he could, and he had to sell the hotel and his mother was basically homeless. And when they asked about it, he was like, oh, well, you know, my upbringing was never made out of that house. A man just lives and he bees. And he, he was just throwing this this whole, he was just heartless. The last thing he said was, oh, well, she should have gotten a, a college education. The irony, she went and got herself a master's while he went ahead and just bullshitted. 
<laughs> I was like, when I read that, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding. Like, that was great for her because later down the road, she actually did buy her house back. Um, uh, but, that's one of the best things is when the story comes full circle and like that. And granted, what was bad that she did, she didn't deserve what happened to her. And the fact that she made herself better off makes it that much better. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And it just it coincides with your story because we see a lot of people, you know, they get themselves a good hand of fame and fortune. They blow it. Next minute, you know, it's like what you just said where, you know, you find out that they are bankrupt. They blew their money on all this other crap. And it's just like, whoa, man, you had it in your hands. You know, that's your future right there. And it just it sucks that it ends up being that way sometimes. Yeah, I, I will say like with with the topic of video game of good wholesome stuff and like that yeah there is a, a they're doing it more often but there's two big events every year that i support a hundred and ninety percent like that like i just recently this year i donated to awesome games done quick it takes place at at the beginning of the year and it's a full week 24 hours seven days that whole week of speed runs that is for charity all these people all around the world and like that meet up to go and speed run all these different types of games to raise money for and with awesome games done quick it's uh the prevent cancer foundation yeah and then the second big one is Summer Games Done Quick, which is Doctors Without Borders, which if you don't know about that, it's so that it's uh, a charity thing that goes and pays for third world countries that can't afford medical help, medicine, all that stuff. This this charity goes and pays for that so that way those third world countries can get the help they need, can go and live better and healthier a lot. And the big milestone that just happened was in a in one week of raising money, they broke $3.3 million donated. Wow. Holy shit, dude. It's... Every year, they keep on breaking records. Because when I first saw it three years ago, I believe it's been three years, three or four years, we were excited when we broke $1.5 million in a week. We've more than doubled that in just three to four years, only doing it twice a year. Mm -hmm. It just it goes to show how quickly word of mouth spreads oh, like that yeah. for people. And then they they go and speedrun games all the way back from like Mario World back on the SNES and like that to games that just released last year. Yeah. It's it's the same. You go spend 15, 16 plus hours on a game and they beat it in two hours. Nuts. That just, yeah, that is crazy, honestly, that they're not only doing it. I mean, speedruns are always fun. I mean, I love 
It's not even a speed run. It's just Twitch plays Pokemon. I don't know. I get my kicks off when I watch that. Oh, yeah. Because um, everyone's trying to make directions. And, like, you got people just being trolls, being like, right, 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 bro. You're hitting a wall. Right, right. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> they, uh, they had something like that on one of the things. And they're like, yeah, we can't do something like this. We're just going to have Taskbot do this. <laughs> <laughs> Taskbot is a machine that got built in like that two speed run and do insane inputs for the fastest time possible. Yeah. And it's it's nuts. That is crazy. I they they change up the dates every year and like that, but definitely keep an eye out on the website gamesdonequick.com. They have a list like that of when they do their events and whatnot. Gotcha. Most definitely. I'll definitely check that out, man, too. Um, I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. Oh, so this is one thing for certain. Like, um, you know me, man. Whenever it comes to fighting games, I have, like, a top ten of just fighting games that are going on currently within whatever year it is. It's like a census for me, but it's not a census, you know. Um, But I guess, you know, since you're on the other side of the tracks, even though you do play – you know, fighting games with me here and there. You know, we played MK when we were at your house. I think both of us are kind of like, nah, to the whole uh, MK thing. Except for Nightwolf. Except for Night, Nightwolf. Like, I was I was so happy on, on that topic as well. I know it's kind of veering off and like that a little bit. But oh, yeah, it, it's a fight. It's fine. Have you seen the trailer for the combat pack? Yes, I have. Holy shit. I mean. I, I never thought it would be more excited to see spawn and terminator yeah than when i saw that trailer i was blown like first of all spawn looks dope as hell being the classic like he reminds me of what spawn armageddon looks like you know that one picture with the two mini guns yeah like it looked like that shit and i was like all right i'm down with this and then you got you know t2 terminator which I'm I'm down for. I hope they can. I don't know if they're gonna get Arnie for that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't because I can imagine Arnie. He does charge a lot for shit like this. But if they get Arnie for that, it's over. Like, it, MK. well, did did you see the Terminator like that? What he looked like, right? Oh yeah, just straight up yeah, T two Arnie. Yeah, they. Well, it's the um, it's the new movie version, but they went and put it with Arnie. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I I did a little bit of research on that because I was like, okay, how did they go about doing this? And it it looks it looks really nice. Yeah. Like I'm I'm really excited for what they got going on for at least the fighter pack, which I think we're gonna be talking about next week on Dead Bad. Um cover that a little bit and get people a little amps for it. Um but you know, yeah, like if you had to look at the state of PC gaming, you know, which ones to you have made really huge improvements and which ones are just, they really are falling off to you. Like which ones? That's, it's difficult to say because there's the whole thing of to where it's your fan favorite. So you're going to praise everything about it versus something that you don't really like. And you're going to focus on the negatives about it. Yeah. But I would have to say 
for genre rise mmos are kind of middle ground there's some really good ones and there's been some really really bad ones to where they release and then a month later they're closing down stuff like that yeah but league of legends is still really high up there for massive online battle arenas or mobas you got league of legends dota um they're still doing really good they have tournaments constantly all this stuff they still have the world championships for that blizzard still has their own stuff but with the state of how blizzard is i don't know how long this is gonna last unless something changes yeah get rid of activision <laughs> for a minute, I was like, wait a minute. Did you type that in for, like, Microsoft Sam or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... But, yeah, you're not wrong with get rid of Activision because they're just... They're really fucking the whole thing up, honestly. Like, don't fully get rid of Activision, obviously. But, like, ever since Blizzard became Blizzard Activision and 2000... Eight, I think it was 2008 I've noticed a decline with blizzards and I mean just like I, I've linked you some stuff before and like yeah. that like the last founding father of blizzard entertainment is gone yeah man it's that was all Activision now yeah it's it's not the same getting into like the founding fathers of blizzard I know this is one of those things where it's a bit of a reach, but I, I mean, we've seen, you know, Blizzard being, you know, torn down. Do you think it's a conspiracy? Like, you know, you think some foul I, play is happening? That's what I think, because how do you go and lose three founding fathers in a year and a half? Yeah. When they've been there 20 plus years. Like, yeah. They begin up in age or like that. They want to go relax themselves and like that. But I mean, when you go see the CEO of Blizzard Entertainment drop down to a, not even a co-CEO, like, I can't remember the actual title for Mike Morheim. But when that happened... He was only had a contract for, I think it's like eight, nine months. Mm -hmm. And then it, he went and wrote a thing saying that he's leaving. That, yeah. that to me, it's like, hey, there's a severance package like that, that got offered to me. I'm going to take it because otherwise I'm not going to get as much out of it if I just up and leave. Yeah. And I think, like, this, this is just my speculation, like that, just because I'm a huge Blizzard fanboy. I can't, I can't help stress it and like that. But yeah. I have a feeling that he noticed what was going on and how it was going, and he's like, I gotta step away from this before I get torn down with this. Yeah, I feel you, man. Most definitely. You know, um, I know when you sent me a lot of that stuff, because, yeah, guys, he sends me, you know, we 
we go back and forth um, on news and uh, most mostly, you know, Tony would send me news about, you know, what's going down in Blizzard or what's going on in anything, you know, because, you know, I may not be able to look at my phone. You know, hey, if I ever do, you know, it's like, oh, crap, hold on a second. Tony just sent me an attachment and I just, I'll look at it. And when he sent me that, I was like, something doesn't smell right, man. And for to to emphasize how much this affected me, some more history of me. At ten years old, I was playing like I was playing Blizzard games since like eight, nine years old, something like that. At ten years old, when when you're in elementary school and like that and stuff, you always get asked, Well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you have the generic firefighter, um, medic, police officer, astronaut. I I looked dead stare at my teacher and said, I want to work for Blizzard. At first they thought, you mean Dairy Queen? I'm like, no, Blizzard Entertainment, the gaming company. Yeah. And then now seeing all this stuff my my dream of doing that has kind of been walled off because I don't think that's a company I should go for anymore. And I got to say, it hurts. It really you. does hurt. I hear you, man. Um, It's one of those things, man, where I think I'm kind of feeling about a good portion of how you're feeling. Um, We had a conversation for the traditional Dead Bad episode and then when me and Kyle got off, I mean, we were really, we're really bummed about everything. Like the MCU in terms of like Phase Four and what it looks like, to me, it just it doesn't like it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel right. And um, I know he said the same thing. I I for me that's the same way because why are they focusing so heavily on shows? Yeah. That's that's my biggest thing. They're focusing really hard on shows, and I'm just like, this this doesn't seem very good because it's a lot of Disney XD stuff. If if you looked at the timeline and like it's like, uh, the what if thing and like that Disney XD, another show Disney XD. I'm like, Disney's really really pushing keeping it their own stuff on airing it to get to me as a money hungry scheme. Yeah, it, most definitely. I mean, to go on to your point, that's what it's, that's really what I saw it as at first. And I hear you, man, all the way. Like you're not wrong in feeling that way at all, because I mean, to add to your point, do you want to throw another, I don't know what, eight, nine, ten bucks to another subscription service when, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the average person probably takes, what, two, three subscription services at best? I mean, you have people who at least at least have Netflix. I mean, you got at least one person probably oh, on yeah. Netflix. You know, you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have, you know, all these different types of subscription services, YouTube, Red, whatever the case may be, and then you got Disney Plus, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, like, I gotta spend another fucking $10 to watch your shows? DC Universe has my money, you know, like, I, I, I canceled it just for a little bit because I wanted to take a break from DC, and now that Titans is coming back around September, I'm like, alright, dude, I'll put my money 
to DC right now because I, I want to see Titan season two because Titan season one was a surprising show that really did well despite of its you know its trailer and how bad it got in terms of backlash. All right, that was something curious to me and like that is how well it did. Yeah, because I. I saw the trailer and like that. I, I was one of those people who was like, oh, this this isn't like the Teen Titans that I know of and like that and stuff. And after listening to, uh, I think it was episode four mm. and like that to where it's like, if you go in the mindset of the t- the old TV show of Teen Titans, you're going to hate it. Yeah. You need to not go into this with that kind of mindset and you'll enjoy it. And that's that's why I was like, well, I want to give it a go, but man, I got too too much stuff to watch like that because with with Brittany and like that, she's like, hey, you need to watch this, you need to watch that, you need to watch this, we gotta watch this. I'm like, man, I don't got the time. <laughs> no, I feel you, dog. I understand, man. That is hilarious, by the way. I know it's it's the same way with me. It's uh. It, it, it just so happens I'll try to sneak in every once in a while, but no, I feel you with with so many subscription services and with twenty four hours out of the day, it's like how do you have time to watch all this? Yeah, you know, and it's, then it's uh, so much content. And then I'm too I'm too invested with uh, video gaming and whatnot. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Like no matter what anybody says, video games have helped me out and like that. It's actually how I met my wife and you know this yes we met through a mutual friend of ours and if he ever decides to listen to this his name is alex bonosi and because of him i would not have met Brittany, and she would not have met me so so much like mad props and like that to him when i met him through league of legends oddly enough one of the biggest toxic games for mobas out there oh yeah you've you can you can still find something good out of it yeah and that's the thing i I mean uh, that, that was when you when you and I first reconnected. You told me about that. And you told me you met, you know, Brittany and everything else. I was like, oh, where'd you meet her? And you're just like, hey, I met her on League of Legends. I was like, oh. And then when we got together, you know, we had some five guys. We were chilling. We were talking. I'm like, dude, she's the one. I don't even have to go any further. I'm like, we're done here. I, <laughs> uh, it. I will say it wasn't always that kind of feeling but more and more after working on like focusing on a really this relationship working yeah after a while i didn't have to like work on it like that it just felt natural like it should happen yeah and Going from game, I know it's supposed to be all about gaming like that, but going from that to kind of like a life lesson thing, don't try to force a relationship to work and like that. Just put forth your efforts and like that. 
and if it feels like it's natural to where you go and don't feel like you're ever intruding on that person or if you're ever like just like for the most part an example for me and Brittany is that for a while I didn't really think of her as just like a girlfriend like that it was just a fact of okay we're together and like that it doesn't feel awkward don't have to try for anything like that it just felt normal yeah if you can get that kind of feeling i'm pretty certain it will work out gotcha that's that's my take on relationship stuff well to follow up on that because i mean one of the things that you know um as a matter of fact, I have some people in my job who, you know, they they will, you know, date people, but, you know, their interests don't follow their own. It just so happens that we're talking about PC gaming. We're talking about gaming in general. What is it like? Like, it, like, do you feel like now that you've known, you know, your wife for, you know, good few years here? Is it what does it feel like when you just play solo versus whenever you guys play together co-op? in a game like run through that process or, okay well when it comes to certain games like that if we're playing together like if we're playing league of legends together i love her i've been trying to teach her so much of stuff of knowledge that i know i'm not the best player I'll, like hand I'll, I'll tell you hands down i'm i'm trash at the game as skill level but for strategy wise for the most part i'm i'm pretty decent at it but there's some there's some games where i'm just like what are you doing why why you gotta make me carry you like (laughs) like i i can't i can't force gump this and just drag you out of out of a minefield and like that if you get your legs blown off (laughs) But there's there's other games like when not for World of Warcraft because she likes it. She likes the lore, but she doesn't enjoy playing it mm-hmm. because of the way that the game has changed. But for Final Fantasy 14, for example, she absolutely loves the healing aspect of that. I love the game in all like in general. I, I absolutely love that game. And for the most part, it's. It's like to where I don't have to worry about making sure she's okay playing that. It just feels like, okay, I'm I'm the tank role and like that. I go in, make sure everything is targeting and hitting me. She sits in the back, makes sure I don't die, and it works as a partnership kind of thing. Yeah. To where we actually work together. Okay. And we still have our little big remotes to it's like, oh, well, where'd you go stand in that fire? Well, why'd you gonna have to make me heal you so much? Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you, brother. Yeah, because that was, that was the one thing, too, because it's like, you know, you're getting far in a relationship when that ever is the case 
when you're you know playing video games and you're either a teaching a person how to play like for example me and you know Teej we were playing MK when she was in the house and it was to the point where she was playing each match and I was telling her what she was doing wrong you know and then she picked it up she started doing better uh, mind you, she was playing Jackie, and well, I think you and me both know how Jackie is in that game. Um, the the kicks, <laughs> the kicks, man, them kicks, though. But it was cool. It was, it's a good bonding moment. I I think that you know, and the same thing goes for you. I was, you know, I wanted at least the viewers to be like, oh man, I didn't think of it like that. Because I mean, it's one of those things where in, until you're a relationship and if, until you have those interests. You never, you never really know until you actually do it. And with you, I mean, not only it ended up being, you know, you guys being, you know, gamers, partners, and now you guys are husband and wife, and it's just like, bro, it's, it really is one of those awesome stories that you're just like, you really can't believe it until you see it. Yeah, and then the other, the other thing like that to uh, tie tie you into this and like that is that we never really got into the cosplaying scene like that until it was you and everybody that we met down in Florida like that. And so we're working on doing like couples cosplays a lot more now and like that. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Gonna make me shed a tear. Just stop it, man. <laughs> That, that, that. All right, cue the baby crying. <laughs> that isn't a cry, but thank you, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, you can you can hear her. Oh yes, but yeah, it's just uh, you know it, that that's the thing. When we were, uh, as, as a matter of fact, I was I was talking with Kyle. I was like, bro, when it comes to PC gaming, you know, Tony's got it on lock, and I did I did brag about you. That that's kind of hard for me not to do when it comes to me talking about you or Tony or on or anybody else. Like TJ is to the point where she's like, I want to meet this on. He is the man, the myth, the legend. I want to meet this guy already. Okay, it's it's a guy you want to meet, but at the same time you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that because he's got some stories that like that. But then he has some stories. Yeah. Hey, on Asian Wolf, I know you're probably listening, bud, because you just liked my uh, my Facebook status. Uh, I hope you do listen to this, man. It's all love, buddy. Just, man, stay away from fire. Yo, stay away from fire. I mean, I will tell you, man. He did he did bail me out of a situation at Walmart. That was that was the I was the shit right there. He bailed me out of a situation. I still. I still remember the story you told you told me about when he went to McDonald's and like that, and he pulled out a fifty in front of you. That was some <laughs> fuck shit. I'll tell you that right now. Oh my god, he looked at me. He was like, "Oh, I had it, John." I was just like, "What is this? Some rush hour type shit?" Now you speak English, <laughs> you know. And then he sat down. He's eating this burger nonchalant. I'm looking at him like I want to fucking kill him. And then I'm like, I don't know what this dude knows because I didn't know him all that well at the time. So I was like. I don't know what this dude knows. He probably knows five figure death punch or some shit. In reality, he just he just knows how to survive getting hit by cars. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> He's the man. I give him that much. But yeah, we'll we'll try to get we'll try to get Asian Wolf on here, and 
we'll, we'll definitely talk about those stories eventually. But um, but in 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 terms of next year, because it's surprising that we're you know towards the middle of the year, going right into fall, um, we're going right into broketober and all that other shit. Um, God. Oh yeah, I I have to bring it up because. You know, GameStop is just hungry for some more shit for Broketober. Oh, oh, God. So, what games are you looking forward to coming into, you know, Christmas time of this year? And then some games that we have not seen that maybe will be teased for next year. So, for this year, obviously in the next couple weeks, like that, we're getting Borderlands 3. Super super hyped for that yeah like can't stress that enough oddly enough in maybe like 16 17 hours i want to say something like that blizzard this is one of the best things i think if they do it correctly they have done in a long time and that's releasing world of warcraft classic that starts tomorrow 6 p.m. Eastern times when servers go live. Yeah, you were telling like me that. about that. Yeah, it's it's bringing back the old World of Warcraft back from 2004, 2004, 2005. Dude, it's it's gonna be a walk down memory lane. I am doing a uh, little uh, spon- uh not sponsor. Uh, God, what's what's the word I'm thinking of? Endorsement. I guess endorsement, I think, or something like that. Little kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah. I will be streaming it like that on uh, my Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Grim Slasher. Yes, I will be. I will be streaming that. I do have to work the very next morning, so I won't be doing a full like twenty four hour marathon like I want to. Okay, but. I will be streaming from starting from 6 p.m. Eastern, like I said, for the servers. I'll be streaming a little bit before that, starting it and going till probably like about two o'clock in the morning. Gotcha. I'm hoping and because for, I'll. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Uh, I was gonna say, and for just uh, another streaming date because uh, the show might actually probably be put up like around you know 12 ish, just for everybody to just also get ready for it too you said you were off wednesday i was like and that'd be a good streaming day also am i correct yeah okay yeah i'll I'll be off wednesday i it will be a little bit later in the day because we are currently working on moving into a new place and getting our life to get to the next stage kind of thing after getting married and like that so there is some life stuff i gotta do but in the afternoon ish i want to say i will be streaming that as well okay cool cool i figured we would uh have at least a little bit of time for the viewers if they want to go ahead and check out the twitch which of course is twitch.tv slash grim slasher check him out uh my, my man does incredible stuff there uh, one of the very few I have locked into my. Uh, you're gonna laugh at this because I have my tri- my Twitch uh, name being Chuck Norris Mama. So if you ever see, oh, oh my lord! So if you see Chuck Norris Mama on your screen, you know it's my ass. I thought I thought it would be some kind of like 
DP chimichanga huggers, like 69 kind of thing. You know what? I was thinking of, I really was thinking like, uh, what was it, 420 Blaze for Jesus, but that was taken. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> why, why don't you just go with your uh, with your Pokemon name, freaking Chikorita826 or some shit. I actually was, you know what? That would be like a runner-up because I probably, instead of put Chikorita, it would probably be Chodorita. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, uh, just just imagine the shadows like that that everybody does when you get a follow or you get a sub hey man thanks for following chodorita 69 god damn it I could just imagine what people would say. I mean, my name in the FGC was funny back then, too. I mean, it was NYKD's Nuts. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that was funny when Jabaley. Props and uh, shout-out to Alex Jabaley, who runs the CEO uh, tournaments. You're still my boy. Uh, I remember we were at CEO uh, Winterfest of 2012. And I think I was put up for uh, – I was still in pools. And uh, he had the sheet. He had the microphone and everything else. And he was like, NYKD's nuts. That's that's how you go and just go with the name. Yeah. Jabaley was the man when he did uh, the tournaments back then. I mean, he still is now, even though he does uh, Daytona Beach instead of Orlando. I actually don't know the situation behind that. Um, I'd rather him go back to Orlando. Because the Wyndham Resort is a really nice place. The ballroom is insane. I don't know if they outgrew the fucking place. But it would be awesome to see them go back to their their humble beginnings. Because I, I ain't going to Daytona Beach. Car or no car. I ain't going to Daytona Beach, bud. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> you know, with, with the shit that I hear from that place? Nah, son. Like, I go there. I'll go there during the day. I ain't going there at night. Yeah, I will be. I will say for like another like plugging kind of thing. Yeah. If anybody is in Indiana and like that that listens to this, because I I go and spread the word around for you as well and like that. Oh, thanks, man. I, my my wife and I will be at Indy Comic Con this weekend, August thirtieth to. September 1st. Yes. Yes. Definitely, guys. If you can go out there, good old Indiana for the Indie Comic Con, please do it. Uh, you want to name out some of the guests that are going to be there? So, some of the big ones that are going to be there, like that, is Ron Perlman. He's going to be there. And then the man, the myth, the legend himself. Woo! Rick flair that was a good one i actually that sounded really good on here that was good uh those two will be there uh the voice of gohan from jungle ball fighters is going to be there mm-hmm. the voice of natsu dragil from fairy tale is going to be there uh if you're a final fantasy fan the voice of lightning from final fantasy 13 i know everybody hates 13 um i love it i don't care go fuck yourself <laughs> she will be there uh and all these people that i'm naming like that you can go get autographs for and pictures for they have their own 
like pricing like of everything on indianacomiccon.com you can go on there and see who all is going to be there this yeah. weekend <laughs> bless you yeah most definitely man um i just figured we we plug that in because i know indie comic con is coming up so if you guys get a chance if you guys are going to indiana if you're going to indie comic con we're already naming a crap ton of places you can go to definitely go and hang out and also experience the the you know the lights the the, the places there definitely go to the con i mean he just named a a-list crew that's gonna be there so um was there there's, anything there's uh was there, is many, there anything else you more. wanted to say um, I'm trying to think. I'm I'm trying to blank right now. It's it's been hell at work. For oh, me. I hear you, man. Like I, the the other thing is that, um, Brittany and I, for everybody, we work at the Bloomington Walmart and like that and stuff. And bro, I've never made so many subs for orders in my life until today, six hours straight. I don't want to look at sliced meat for like a day and a half. I'm going to just say that right now. Damn. But um, off the top of my head right now, I can't think of anything else that's going on this week. I will say, though, some other of going back to some other games that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, most definitely. Um. The new Call of Duty, actually. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. I've kind of fallen out of the Call of Duty scene. This one looks good. I'm actually excited for this. And then there's two games I'm highly looking forward to next year. Mm-hmm. You already know of both of them. Oh, yeah. Motherfucking Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, yes. That, I'm I, I'm going broke. I'm telling you that right now because I'm getting that first soldier edition. Yeah. Just oh, to let yeah. you know. Like I'm I'm shooting for that. And then Mr. No You're Beautiful himself, Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, that looks intense. I'm I'm down for both those games. Uh seven. Just like Capcom vs SNK two. I mean, right at the start of the screen it says go for broke. That's exactly what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, like those those two right there, plus Borderlands three, the new Call of Duty, like that's that's my lineup for the next like half a year. It's just those games because I'm gonna tell you right now, I any other game is not even on my radar right now. I wanna get my hands on that stuff first. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy crazy couple years with you know with final fantasy 7 with cyberpunk with all these new games that came out with it's just it's gonna be a crazy freaking year man but uh any shout outs any uh um for for the most part i i will say the the main man that has been that I've been supporting like that for years and years and like that and has gotten me to want to really do Twitch streaming and like that, wanting to actually try to start doing more community related stuff like that, get more out there is my man Thor. 
twitch.tv slash Thor. Dude is is insane. He's he's hilarious. He's nice, humble, and like that. He's very very funny. He I can't go into detail too much, but I if if he gets the chance to actually listen to this, Hurston and I are here to to do what we can to help you out, man. Just just know you have a great community for you and like that we all care about you there you go man and if he's definitely listening to this as well um i mean hey i'd love to bring him on for the show i mean you ever since we moved in together you told me about him and then i've watched the streams and i saw how awesome this guy is so thor if you are listening man just know that two of them got your back i got your back if you ever need it and if you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to. Definitely give you a platform to speak on. Yeah. A um, couple of other, sh- other shout-outs I kind of have and like that mm-hmm. um, is obviously you and like that for doing this and whatnot. Aww. Uh, just helping out with everything and like that Kyle as well Mr. Batman himself <laughs> Where's Martha <laughs> Okay Oh get ready he's going to give I'm, you a I'm, response very soon Oh yeah yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for it I like that. I ha- I had to do it I had to just to mess with him I haven't I haven't seen him in years now Yeah um both of you and TJ like that just Ocala itself, yeah, Ocala, Florida, and like that. Some of the people there and stuff. Jade as well. Just like we all, Brittany and I miss you guys. Like that, we miss hanging out with you guys and stuff. And if you guys do listen, we think about you. We might not talk, but we do think about you. Think of the good times and like that that we had. Yeah. Most definitely, man. Uh, for shout-outs like that, I think that's about it. Gotcha, man. I'm going to wrap up the show over here, man. Grim, it's been so awesome to have you. I mean, it's been long overdue. And what we're going to do, uh, we're going to try to do is me and Kyle are definitely going to try to get a panel of people that we can definitely bring on the show like, for example, it won't just be me and him. The core group, it will be me and him. But for certain instances, we, we are going to get multiple opinions and get the conversation going, whether it's video games, movies, you know, comics, whatever the case may be. It's always good to have that community going. And um, definitely, you're number one. You, Dan, uh, I'm trying to think. I want to say Ian from Red Hood Fan Series, if he wants to jump on there. He, he was really cool this last time. Like, holy shit. But... Get a panel going for each and every one of you guys. So, you know, hey, man, you know, we, we got the show going. You want to be part of the show? And like, hey, yeah, 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 sure. You know, and we'll definitely get uh, it. I, I'm down for it like that. And then if you're wanting to get into the anime uh, show side of like that, you you got to have Brittany like that, or Ileana Hurston. Oh, yeah. Uh, if that's, any- that's what she goes as on yeah. Twitch and her games and like that. You got to... You got to go and have her. She can recommend you so many 
so so many good animes oh yeah so if you guys are into anime and things of that nature which of course i mean that's that's universally you know almost everybody that we talk to and encounter within the convention scene or you know even like you know us being so close with each other um but to those who are kind of like eh, i don't know i've never really been in the anime thing get into it there's so much i mean hey there's some choices there's, out there there's all different kinds all different i i'm more of an action guy i like that but i love comedy i like that i like some drama one i didn't think i would act like for anime wise i didn't think i would actually love until i started watching it was Orin high school host club i know it sounds weird it, yo, you're, you're, uh, you're my fine. my man Vic Mignogna did such a good job in that. Oh yeah, such a good fucking job. Like, uh, and and that's the thing we've talked about him on the show. I, I think I told you if anything we talked yeah. about him on the show. He just to get away from some of the negative stuff that's been going on. He's an incredible voice actor. I mean, he's right up there with Troy Baker, Nolan North, Steve Blum. He's around. He's dude. He's he's part of that elite group. Yeah, and then obviously Matt Mercer up there as well. Oh yeah, which next time we get on the show, we must talk about the Ocala Comic Con stuff because yes. that was really really cool to talk about. That one we're gonna save for you guys. Hold on to that one. Um, and as always, this is the Trigger Happy Chatterbox and my guest, Grim Slasher. Signing off, guys. Stay golden. We're not falling, we'll take it back to the days of that shawling We're holding on to us golden no, On the stage I rage and I'm rolling We're not falling, we're not falling We'll take it back to the days of that shawling We're holding on to us golden